0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, the founder of Korean beauty brand, Jellico, and also the host of this podcast, Your Guide to All Things K-Beauty. If you are keen to hear what is actually happening on the ground in Seoul, in Korea, then you are in the right spot. I have been living here since 2016, and I am happy to have you here and guide you to everything you need to know to get involved in the world of Korean skincare, makeup, beauty, All of the news, all of the headlines, and feel confident in purchasing the products that are perfect for you Uh, and just some tips and tricks to help you along the way with your skincare routine. That is the goal of this show. So you are in the right place if that sounds like you. Uh, And guys, we are officially at 100 episodes of the podcast. I cannot believe that we have made it this far. 100 sounds like a lot. So what I wanted to do today is basically just take a little walk down memory lane and have a chat about where we started with the podcast, why it started, what we have been doing throughout that time, I guess, and then have a little look at where we are today and some of the things that we're going to be doing as we enter into the hundreds of our podcast episodes. So if you have been listening since the very beginning, well, firstly, uh thank you thank you very very much I hope you are not sick of hearing my voice yet uh and I certainly hope that you didn't listen to all 100 episodes in one fell swoop because that would be way too many hopefully you have been able to pace yourself and listen to them maybe in real time you will have to hit me up and let me know if you have been listening from the very beginning Uh, I'm over on Instagram at lauren.kbeauty so Uh, I would be really keen to know if anyone has actually been listening all the way since episode one but here we are now we are in February 2022 so this podcast started nearly two years ago we ran our first episode in May 2020 and I had no real intention of being podcasting for this long. I think when we very first started, the reason that I started the podcast was because of a certain pandemic that we are all very, very sick of hearing about. But what happened is, so I obviously, my, my background, my history, who I am, I run uh, an online beauty store in Australia. I used to be based in Australia and I moved over to Korea in 2016 and have been running the business basically from two two countries. So based in Korea, but running primarily our business was based in Australia for a long time. Now that is changing. We are, I guess, sending products all over the world these days. But the majority of our audience was based in Australia. And that meant that I was doing a lot of tra- Trips back to Australia, obviously to, you know, see our warehouse there, so it's to see our team there, and to connect and meet with, you know, our customers, K-beauty lovers, and sort of get the word out about Korean beauty in Australia. So what we used to do as part of Style Story was hold meetups, in-person K-beauty meetups across Australia. And that was just a really, really great way of getting to connect with our audience. I used to basically fly back a couple of times a year to do that, I would bring back all of the latest K-beauty products with me and, you know, everyone would get a chance to talk about them, to try them, to check out what was new, ask heaps of questions. And it was so much fun. It was one of my favorite things to do, uh, you know, to answer people's questions, I guess, in real time. Uh, You know, we had a, a party one time. We flew out um, the team from Uh, Beauty of Joson, and they launched their Bling Deer platform over in Sydney uh, and we had you know a whole bunch of people sort of come together and celebrate that so we just used to have a lot of fun just getting uh, to meet a whole lot of people especially some people that didn't really know a lot about K-Beauty that didn't you know were sort of maybe dipping their feet in the water maybe they'd heard of it but they didn't really know much about it and you know I think at our biggest events we probably got a couple of hundred people to like a single event so you know they were big but not massive and what I was really really sad about when the pandemic broke out Obviously, Australia was one of the countries that decided to close the borders uh, to international travelers, and it became just pretty impossible to get back uh, and also impossible to run uh, an event like this offline because there were so many sort of restrictions and things like that. So what I was thinking was, I don't want to lose that connection. I don't want to stop talking about K-Beauty just because of this pandemic. So why don't we start something new, a little bit different as a way to sort of keep doing that? And that's why I started the the podcast all the way back in 2020. And, you know, in the beginning, it was mainly, I guess, Style Story customers that were listening to the podcast uh, and people in Australia that were sort of, you know, used to hanging out at these kind of events and then they just started listening to the podcast that was how we got started and over the years we have grown and grown and now we're at the point where we literally get hundreds and hundreds of listeners every single day to the podcast downloading things and listening to it so it is pretty crazy uh and I will run you through as well where our listeners are actually based because it is by no means an Australia-based podcast anymore. It has grown much, much, much bigger than that. So when we started talking, I guess, back in back in 2020, I had a, a look back through the, the kind of episodes that I was doing back then. And it was things like maskne. I remember when that first became a thing and, you know, people were finding their skin had been really affected by COVID masks. I feel like that seems like a lifetime ago now. It's like something that we've just had to sort of live with for so long. But we were talking about things like maskney. We were talking about misconceptions that people had about K-beauty, um, maybe thinking that the 10-step routine was like this thing that you had to do, That things the, uh, the kind of thing that all Koreans were doing. Uh, and, you know, just some, I guess, tips and tricks around the Korean beauty routine as it's reported on in the Western media just because that gets so much airtime. I spent a bit of time trying to unpick some of the things that I think the media really pushes that people get really confused about that people maybe buy into and then they're a little bit surprised to hear that oh that's not actually how things are done by people on the ground here and you know you don't have to do 12 steps or 10 steps or anything like that. So that was the kind of thing that we were talking about in the beginning. Beginning and those kind of episodes, I st- I had a look at the stats and they still do get a lot of clicks and a lot of listens. I think because people are a little bit surprised to hear that stuff like that is not necessarily the reality. uh And then, of course, the other big thing that happened all the way back in 2020 was Jellyco. So. My uh, Style Story in-house brand, our first in-house brand launched at the end of 2020. We launched with one product. We only had a single product, which was our bubble tea steam cream. Uh, and that was right at the, the end of the year. So that was really, really exciting. And then we also launched our sleeping mask, our cherry blossom sleeping mask. And of course, the little brush that goes with it. So that was a really, I guess, big year for uh, for a lot of different reasons the podcast started uh we started our own in-house brand uh, which was something that we had been working on for so so long uh and you know that was really really an exciting chapter for me especially because I had been working up until that point with a lot of other brands uh, around the creation of their products I had helped a lot of Korean brands to you know come up with everything from product names uh to formulations to you know, checking their ingredients lists and things for them and, you know, consulting with them on what I thought would work best in the Australian market for them. So I'd been doing that with other brands for a very, very long time. Uh, And that was the first chance that I guess I really had to do that process, uh, you know, with Star Story's own brand, which was super, super exciting. Uh, And you know, just to incorporate a lot of the things that I had learned over the years as well. Uh, So, yeah, that that was 2020. Now, in 2021, I had to go back and have a look because even though it was only last year, it seems like a long time ago, On the podcast, we started talking, I guess, a lot more in depth about, you know, skincare topics like popular myths. We started busting some of them, how to use particular skincare products like sleeping masks, like vitamin C. We were talking things like popular skin trends in Korea. But I think the thing, the biggest thing that I noticed probably in 2021 was that, the opportunities that I had to talk about K-Beauty outside of the podcast. So because of this podcast, I got the opportunity to, to speak to so many more people both in Australia but also across the world, about Korean beauty topics, which so it's just, just really, really exciting for me. So I got to speak to Cosmetics Design Asia, uh, which reports on a lot of new stuff coming out of Korea and all different uh, all different places as well. I got to speak to Inside Retail, which was really, really exciting uh, about podcasting in particular. Uh, I got to speak to Bed Threads, which is a really, really popular uh, Australian uh, co- uh, uh, manufacturer I guess of linen and bedding so they were interested to talk about k-beauty uh, I spoke to beauty crew to news.com.au to body and soul lots and lots of different people that were wanting to hear more about all of these trends so that was really really exciting and then we also had a really great opportunity to collaborate with char time so I don't know how many of you are familiar with char time but obviously Jelly Co, one of our, our our most popular product our bestseller, is our bubble Tea steam cream and char time is all about bubble tea that is one of their most popular drinks so we actually got to do a collaboration with them last year for international bubble tea day I think you guys call it boba in the states and that was just so much fun uh we had putting that together with them uh and to like give away our 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 bubble tea with their bubble tea as well so that was really exciting thing that happened in 2021 and then going into 2022 obviously we recently switched up our format so that we're now doing the two episodes a week and we've really sort of branched out into talking not just about you know Korean skincare uh and you know I guess makeup but also more broadly into like some Korean cultural stuff some language stuff and I think you guys have actually enjoyed those episodes that's the feedback that I have been receiving I mean let me know if that's wrong but that has I guess opened up an opportunity to talk about a whole lot more different things on the show rather than just the same kind of stuff that we were talking about Uh, and because of this podcast I have actually now landed myself a gig on Korean radio so I am now Uh, the K-beauty expert on one of the local radio programs here, TBS uh, EFM, discussing K-beauty on their newly launched Style Files corner. So basically we alternate one week that uh, they talk to like uh, a person who is an expert on Korean fashion and then on the next week it's K-beauty and that's my segment. So that was a really, really great opportunity that sort of came about just because of this podcast. So that is super cool. I've been having a Lot of fun doing that, uh, and you know, talking to obviously a Korean audience about K beauty, uh, and and seeing their response to that has been really really cool as well. Uh, and then because of our growing audience in the states, we were actually lucky enough this year to launch Jellyco in America. We've now got our first official US retailer. You can now buy Jellyco products on Veryshop.com as well, which was super exciting. Uh, we have had just more and more customers from the states I guess coming through who are interested in you know the brand, interested in style story, uh, and that was a really really exciting, uh, I guess, chapter for me. Uh, we have two new products that are about to launch as well. We have been working on them literally for two years. We've been working on them pretty much since before we actually launched our first product. So this will be you know a pretty big uh, thing for us when they finally do launch. We are putting the final touches on that. At the moment, unfortunately, with everything going on with the virus, we've had a lot of stops and starts. I know one of our um, manufacturing partners had to shut their entire facility for a while because somebody caught COVID there. So that pushed the whole schedule back. Uh, And then just dealing with all of the different people along our uh, manufacturing line as well that have had hiccups and delays and things because of the stop-start nature of COVID that has delayed it far longer than I personally would have liked but these things happen. So they are about to launch as well. Uh so that is sort of where we are up to now. So I just thought I would run you guys through I guess a couple of of stats about who we are, who's actually making up the audience, the community that is involved in this podcast. So Excitingly, I had a look and Australia for a very long time was our primary listenership, as you would expect, being Australian, Style Story being based in Australia. But the US has now overtaken Australia. So there are now more listeners in America than there are in Australia. So our top five is US followed by Australia, the UK, Canada and Germany, which I was kind of surprised about. So I guess we have a lot of K-Beauty fans in Germany. So that is amazing. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm also super impressed that there are that many Germans that like obviously speak and understand English really, really well. So look, top five was those countries. And then rounding out our top 10 are Malaysia, Vietnam, New Zealand, Korea, and then the Netherlands. So they are the top five, uh, top 10 rather listening countries that are actually tuning into the podcast. Most of you are apparently listening on an Apple device, which I thought was interesting. And then most people actually listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So our most popular episodes ever according to uh, our stats are the very first episode which I'm I'm like okay cool I hope I hope we didn't lose a lot of people that like listened to the very first episode, which admittedly when I listened back to them weren't very good. So hopefully we didn't lose too many potential people that listened to that and were like, "Mm, I'm bouncing, this is no good. (laughs) Because I would like to think that we have got, well, I'd like to think that the podcast has gotten a little bit better over time. So anyway, unfortunately, all of our top episodes seem to have been at the beginning so far. I'm not sure if that's because people go back in the podcast cast like you know, in the, in the list and goes back to the beginning and start from the beginning. I don't know. You guys will have to tell me. How do you like normally listen to podcasts? I know for myself, I tend to just like pick out topics that I'm interested in if I'm listening to a podcast and just listen to that topic. Uh, but I have done that before and gone like all the way back to the very beginning. Which now, as a podcaster, I'm like, oh, that's not the best idea because the quality is usually not that great at the beginning. But our top most listened to episodes are that very first one one that i did call why the 10 step korean skincare routine is a lie that one has been very popular uh beginner k-beauty mistakes to avoid uh the one on korean celebrities skincare routines that was really really popular so you guys will have to let me know if you want like an update to that one uh come and find me on the gram if that's something that you're interested in because we could always do like a couple more different celebrities if people are actually still interested about that i'm not sure or was it just because it was one of the first ones i'm not sure uh and then how korean beauty is different to western beauty so i think that one kind of makes sense uh i think a lot of people uh you know are interested to know what the difference is particularly if you keep hearing about it and you're like okay cool but why is it even good why is it even different like surely all beauty products are just the same. So that one was really popular. Uh, And I guess in planning for sort of where we're going to be taking the show in the future, I did sort of put out the call on my stories the other day to see who wants to hear more about things like beauty procedures and treatments. Uh, And by that, I'm thinking like uh, the kind of things that you would actually have done, you know, maybe by a... a doctor or a dermatologist. And look, the overwhelming majority of people were in favour of hearing more about stuff like that. I think it was about 88% it ended up being of people were like, yes, I do want to hear more about that. I'm not sure if the people that said no were thinking oh that's because I'm not going to Korea I could never do any of this stuff but the kind of treatments and procedures that I'm actually thinking about are things that were popularized in Korea maybe the technologies and the machines were developed here but you can actually do a lot of this stuff overseas it's just not as well known so that is kind of what I was thinking about when you know I was talking about planning more episodes like that things like thread lifting things like uh hifu like the uh the lifting treatments and things like that they are all stuff that i basically would like to talk about on the show just because that is the kind of procedures that a lot of koreans are having done uh and you know they're just a little bit different maybe from the kind of things that people are doing in your country where you're from but that's not to say that you can't find practice practitioners that are doing a lot of this stuff particularly like thread lifts uh that's becoming really popular in western countries as well, even though, you know, a lot of the technology and the equipment has been made here and developed here. So and that is the kind of stuff that I would definitely like to talk more about. Uh, with you guys on the show. So I've got a lot of different things, I guess, that I'm I'm planning sort of coming up in the future. So I really just wanted to thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you guys for your support of the show. Uh, because of you, we have been able to keep going, I guess, for this long. You know, it does actually take a lot of time out of my work schedule to develop I guess the show for you to put it all together uh, to record it and then obviously it needs to be edited so I'm just really really thankful that you guys are still tuning in that you're still listening Uh, I've met so many people uh, you know through Instagram a lot of people have emailed Uh, And it's just really nice to actually hear from you guys, to connect with you. Obviously, when I am recording this podcast, I am standing in, I actually do it in my kitchen now. Um, in my pantry because I can block off all of the the noise from outside so I'm literally standing here just talking into a microphone and sometimes it can be sort of hard to like gauge the reaction but you guys have made it so that you know you share your thoughts with me share what you're liking and that has been really really great so thank you very very much To everyone that has done that, everyone that has left a review, um, hopefully we will have a lot more exciting and new content that we can keep doing as we move into our hundreds of episodes. Uh, And I do have a lot more new ideas. I'm just going to have to see how many of them I can actually pull off. Uh, But yeah, so do stay tuned. Uh, I think the other really, really exciting piece of news I'm dying to share with you guys Uh, it is about to happen I'll be able to share full details soon but For Style Story, we are about to launch into one of Australia's biggest retailers. And this is going to be just a really, really exciting new way, particularly for Aussies to shop K Beauty as well. And it's going to open up the possibility for us to introduce our Korean beauty products to a whole new audience and to a lot of people that definitely aren't going to be familiar with it. So I'm busting to share details with you soon. We have been working on this for literally months and months, and it is so. Close to launching, but it hasn't officially launched yet. So stay tuned. As soon as that uh, happens, I will share that news with you guys. But that is another really sort of exciting thing that has been happening recently. So that is just a little wrap up. I'm not going to keep going on, but we have come a long way since we started in May. I think we had like maybe 30 people that listened to the first episode, which is like when it first dropped, the day it first dropped, which is so cute. So I'm really, really happy that, you know, we're we're still growing. We still have more and more people joining us every time. And if that is you, then a big Thank you to you and I can't wait to keep chatting K-Beauty to you and let's see where we get to, I guess, by the 200th episode, hey? Uh, All right, I will leave it there, guys, and until next week, I will see you on Style Story.